0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today, now, how
1: many of you are familiar with the geography of inner city Dublin? I'm sure everybody, even if you're not from Dublin, knows exactly where O'Connell Street is, but very close to O'Connell Street, down by the Abbey Theatre. There's what's known as sort of a T-junction, a street running between Marlborough Street opposite the Abbey Theatre and then onto Abbey Street lower at the side of Winds Hotel and Eaton Keeg out onto the River Liffey. A lot of people have used it as sort of a pedestrian link from the quays onto Abbey Street. Won't be able to do so anymore because it has been decided by Dublin City Councilors, To close it off, to shut it down. Now, we have two city councillors with us. Nile Ring, you're an independent from that area. Why on earth would the council decide to close the street down?
0: Well, Matt, you described the uh, geography of it perfectly and it's, it is, it's it's parallel to and perpendicular to O'Connell Street. It's about 20 yards from O'Connell Street, but you described it as a street. It's actually a lane and it's a lane that buildings just back onto. So it's not exactly something you'd go sauntering down in the middle of summer with, you know, whatever. And, and the problem with it and the reason we made the decision, very reluctantly it has to be said, it's just... It's out of control. It's 20 yards from O'Connell Street. All you have in it, and I've been down it many times, there's drugs, drug dealing, there's prostitution, there's open sex, there's toilets, it smells of urine, pot, there's needles all over the place, it's antisocial behaviour, it's of all the places in the city, of all the lanes... It's absolutely the worst and we can't expect Dublin city council workers and Dublin town workers to be going down there every day and literally putting their lives in danger with the amount of needles that are around the place. And the other problem with it, Matt, is you say it's right beside Eden Quay and right beside Abbey Street Lower. So they're getting off the Lewis, doing their deals down that lane and hopping back on the Lewis or else the other way going onto the boardwalk. So we, we, it's, it's about half the length when you, when you actually do the measurement it's about half the length of O'Connell Street and we can't even put enough guardy on O'Connell Street to make that safe so what chance have we got in a back lane off O'Connell
1: Street? So you're giving the up, you're thing. effectively allowing anti-social behaviour to win
0: We've given up on this Matt reluctantly very, what What else can we do? We can't, you can't clean up that lane no matter what you do. And to say that people use it as a shortcut, they don't. I haven't used it in years. I used to walk up and down it beside winds. But why would you do it now? You can go onto O'Connell Street, you feel safer. It's It's just, It's. It's. it has, we have, and Matt, it's a terrible thing to say, but we gave up on it. And as I say, Albeit very reluctantly, but in the overall context of the city centre, it's better off and it's answering what the businesses there and the residents there want. 26. to four just asked for this to be done and they've been asking for it for the last 10 years this isn't a problem that just arose this has been ongoing for the last 10 years and as i said i've been up and down it many many times just having a look around and it's absolutely it's if you want to see the worst that can happen in a lane go up that lane
1: hazel chew as green party dublin city councillor how did you vote
2: we didn't come to the vote, um, Matt. So we have to remember that it, it didn't actually come to the vote on on the night yesterday night. And I have to I have to sympathise with my uh, central area councillors. I know now is one of them, and others that have uh, spoken on, on air and um, off air as well in relation to the matter, because it is a hard decision. It's it's a disappointing one, and it's a hard but it's a hard decision for the management, and it's a hard decision for the councillors that agreed with it. I, I just... I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it offer. For the main reason is that if we start with one lane that we we can't get under control, then what about the others? Like Niall talked about this particular lane, but I used to live in Matravers Walk, and Matravers Way isn't amazing either. Neither is Lytton Lane or Lots Lane, and other places around the North Inner City. So, so do we start closing them off one by one? Again, it comes back to the question of um, what kind of city do we want? We want a safe, secure city. And to Niall's point, there needs to be safety here. The, the gangs or the people congregating that are are, uh, are um, doing illegal dealing, they need to be kept in place by increased policing. That's what we need in the city centre for people to feel uh, feel safe. The the drug use, we need safe injection centres, uh, supervised injection centres, which is something that's been delayed again and again in, in, in the city. So these are things that we can use to combat it, not just by closing down a
1: lane. But if you were to leave the lane open, I mean, do you really think realistically that there will be a sufficient guard of presence to ensure that the type of behaviour Niall has described, open drug taking, people engaging in sexual behaviour, that that suddenly won't happen?
2: No, I don't think it will. I'm not naive enough, nor anyone is naive enough to think it suddenly will magically disappear overnight if we had increased presence. But continual increased presence, presence that does, that increased guardian on the beat that walks down these particular lanes and the main streets will deter people, not everyone, from, from antisocial behaviour, but at least it will stand a chance of combating the issue rather than saying, listen, we're giving up on it. That's it. So, so again, we're we're almost making things easier for people who uh, for for decision makers who who haven't put extra guardian on the street. We're saying, listen, we'll close off these lanes bit by bit. We'll, we'll come out with this regressive, regressive policy for the city because of the riots, because of safety, and because we don't have increased presence. Instead, what we should be doing is saying we insist on the increased presence, especially in light of all that is happening. And that Dublin city belongs to the people of Dublin, that this is something that we should continue tackling rather than give up on. OK, a
1: lot of your comments coming into zero eight seven four one hundred one zero two. Chris says, surely these dealers, etc will simply move to a different lane or to different lanes. Another one, Ciarán, says, how far is Torres Street Garda station from this? Why isn't it constantly making what must be the easiest of arrests on that particular lane? Another one, if you close the lane, are you not just moving the problem somewhere else? Is that not the problem, Niall, that you close that off, they will congregate elsewhere?
0: Of course they will, but what you, the chance you have, and, and when Hazel's talking about increased Garda presence and the need for it and demanding it, you would actually think that her party wasn't in government. We are blue in the face in the north inner city asking for extra Gardaí, and then Helen McIntyre came down told us the place was safe when she was walking down Talbot Street surrounded by five burly Gardaí. I mean, it's, it's, it's an absolute joke to hear people coming on and saying we need guard we need guard extra Presence. Everyone knows it. The dogs in the street know it, and the government aren't delivering it. And the Greens are part of the government, and the Greens are into permeability and nice shop fronts, etc., etc. So this isn't being tackled. And and you're right. We are. We have given up on this lane It's 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 a horrible thing to say. I'm from that area. I've I've, I've lived there all my life. I I hate to see something like this happening, and it will move off to somewhere else. But hopefully it'll dissipate into different. It won't be as, as intense because, because that's such a long lane and it's three entrances, three exits which means, and Hazel's talking about why aren't the guards walking up and down that, why why would they walk up and down a filthy lane putting themselves in danger and, and yet t- 20 metres away is O'Connell Street which should actually have guarded presence all the time, it really comes down to resources and the will of this government and the Green Party to actually implement plans and make the city safer the Dublin City Council can't do everything Everything. After the riots, they were the ones uh, tar- uh, had to clean up, had to do everything. You know, it, it's we can't. Dublin City Council and Dublin City Councillors can't run the whole city on, a, on a, a meager budget. When and Dubliners would be delighted to know that the eighty-four million that they give in local property tax, the government snares eighty million of that. We're left with four million for increased services, and that's not highlighted. If you had a few million, you could have. Patrols in these lanes day and night, but unfortunately we don't. And it's it's a failure of government. It's not a failure of Dublin City Council in any way, shape or form. Okay,
2: Dublin Hazel Chew, what's Dublin your response City to Council? that? Well, I, I love when we, we come out with these conversations, the first thing people say is it's government's fault, and of course it is a government issue in relation to increased Garda presence. We've all been screaming at, uh, a, a blue in the face at this stage, and I think Ni- Niall seems to forget I am one of the councillors that have been screaming at, uh, screaming to I'm blue in the face in relation to the issue, as he is as well. But this is a council issue. It is not the council's fault and it is not the councillor's fault, but it, this is something that we have the power to say, no, collectively we can't close this down and instead we challenge on what we can do better with it. So two your point earlier on now, uh, Matt, about have we given up? Effectively, yes. And is it because we had no other options? I don't necessarily think so, because at the end of the day, if every single place we go, oh, we have no other option and therefore we close it, do, do we close off most of the city? Yeah,
1: but hold on, it's so another case, Hazel, for concentrating away? resources, because I mean, there are listeners coming and saying about things like, concentrate on the Liffey boardwalk seating, public seating in general, and public toilets, and and access to parks in the evening. Do the things that you can't do, or can do, and leave some of the really bad things, close them off, and make sure that you can divert the resources to other places, because you can't be everywhere.
2: And, and Matt, this is why we have a... Um Reimagining Dublin One Plan, or uh, reimagining Dublin City Centre Plan, and this plan and this strategy was uh, was thought of even from the last council, and I'm sure Noel would remember it. He he may have been part of it, and it's a strategy to look at all of the city and see what we can do better. And you can see amazing things that the council has done. You walk out of Sydney World, and there's a corner that's now a pocket park. You walk down Cable Street, where people thought, "Oh, you can't pedestrianise it. You can't do better by it." And look, it is done better by And that's what what I'm trying to say here, is that every time we've been challenged and we've been told we can't do it better, we've always stepped up off the mark and can do it better. So why now to say, listen, we're just going to give up instead and we're just going to close it off? My worry isn't just about this. It's about precedent. It's about how many times that we end up saying, no, we can't do better here, and therefore we close it off. and, And we move on then.
1: All right, we have to move on. Thank you very much, Hazel Chu of the Green party, Nile Ring, independent councillor, both councillors for Dublin City. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30.